fine. Okay, perfectly fine. Fine. Okay, fine. 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 You're listening to Everything is Fine in Southwest Washington, a political podcast where we recognize that everything is not at all fine and discuss what we can do about it. I'm Carissa. And I'm Sydney. All right, we have another special guest for you guys today. Her name is Treasure Mackley, who is executive director of an organization called Invest in Washington Now, which is a movement of educators, working families, and everyday Washingtonians advocating for progressive revenue solutions. Welcome to the show, Treasure. Well, thank you. It's great to be with you today. Yeah, thank you for taking the time to join us. So we know that uh, you're here today because there's a rally on the 26th. And That's right. Court- yeah, the Supreme Court is set to hear, hear oral arguments on um, this case about our capital gains measure in Washington State on the 26th. So if any of our listeners don't know, our legislature passed and Governor Inslee signed a new capital gains tax, I believe in March of 2021, that was then struck down by a court in Douglas County, and it's mm-hmm. made its way to our Supreme Court. So this capital gains tax, right, It From my reading, it says it would add a 7% capital gains on earnings above $250,000. But what is subject to that tax? Can you kind of explain what the tax would do? Is this essentially a wealth tax? Sure. Well, let's let me start by, first of all, explaining a little bit of what the the problem here is in Washington state. So, you know, here in Washington state, folks may have heard this before, but we have the most regressive tax system in the country, which means that folks with the least pay the most. So here in Washington state, low and middle income folks oftentimes pay up to 18 percent of their income in state and local taxes, whereas folks at the higher end of the income scale, folks, you know, the very wealthy generally tend to pay less than three percent. So this is because here in Washington state, we have relied for far too long on regressive taxes like sales tax. Um, But we started to change that. Um, As you mentioned, back in 2021, we were finally able to pass uh, capital gains. And this was after over a decade of work where advocates from all across the state had been working with legislators to draft this bill um, and were able to finally pass capital gains. And what the capital gains bill will do is first and foremost, it will bring in $500 million every year to fund childcare, early learning, and K through 12 education. So it's a great support for our kids and our families all across the state. What's more is that only the wealthiest 0.2% of Washingtonians are ever going to pay this tax. And the reason is, is because this tax is a 7% tax on when you sell uh, stocks or bonds, when you make a profit over $250,000. So first off, you have to make a profit of over $250,000 to ever pay this tax. And then once you hit that level, you'll pay a 7% tax. Now, when the legislature was putting this piece of legislation together, they really wanted to make sure that everyday Washingtonians were not going to be impacted. This is not gonna hurt folks who are just trying to send their kids to college. So things like your home, your rental property, pensions, your retirement, small businesses, farms, all of that are exempted. So the only time you're really going to pay this tax 
is when you sell stocks and bonds and you make a profit over $250,000, which for the vast majority of us Washingtonians, we're, that's just not something we're going to see. And that's why it's only going to impact 0.2% of the very wealthiest Washingtonians. That answers a lot of our questions. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. So anyone who's afraid that right, this is going to tax them more when they sell their house or if you're a farmer, that's not, it's not true. Um, that's not true. No. Yep. So that answers. So, and so you're saying the only things that the capital gains tax or the subject to the capital gains tax is sales of stocks and bonds. Sales of stocks and bonds and other financial assets. There's a whole host of exemptions. Um, okay. There's a fact sheet on the Invest in Washington Now website. You can just um, investinwashingtonnow.com. You can go um, and check that out. And there's a fact sheet that links to all the different types of exemptions. And there's okay. a lot of them. Yeah. And we have quite a few famous billionaires in our state. <laughs> we sure um, do. <laughs> Is this based on your primary residency? Can you see how they might skirt around this? Well, that's a great question. And this is one of the things about the capital gains tax, right? Is this is for folks who are filing their filing their taxes here in Washington state. And I'll remind folks that at the federal level, there's already a federal capital gains tax in place. So if folks are selling stocks and bonds, they're already paying a federal capital gains tax. And 41 other states in the country already have a capital gains tax on the books. The thing that's a little bit different about ours is, first of all, we were a little late to the game, so we just passed ours. And the second piece is that um, ours is a 7% tax only on the profits over $250,000. So it's a little better than where some states have their thresholds, if you're a billionaire. Exactly. <laughs> From my reading, uh, the primary argument against the measure is that it's an income tax, which is unconstitutional to have um, an income tax that taxes people differently in Washington mm -hmm. state. Um, that they're saying it's an income tax, and you're saying, and I presume the legislature and the governor and everybody who's been writing this bill for years and years says, no, it's actually an excised that's correct. So what is the difference? What's the difference? Well, that's correct. And that's the reason where that's the reason that we are going before the Washington St State Supreme Court. Um, uh, the case is Quinn v. Washington. Um, and this case was filed by a handful of millionaires and wealthy Washingtonians who simply just didn't want to pay the tax. Um, and so what is at issue, what they are saying is they're saying it's an income tax. It's not. The way the legislation was written is that it's an excise tax. And the reason is, is because you would only pay the tax when you take the action of selling your stocks or your bonds. So it's based off of that action of selling. And that's one of the reasons why that this is an income tax. But that's the crucial, crucial argument that's before the Washington State Supreme Court. And this was at the trial court in Douglas County. It has now worked its way up to the Washington Supreme Court, which is the appropriate venue to be making this determination and this decision. And they'll be hearing the case on the 26th. Um, we're really excited about that. We're all going to be down at the state capitol steps at noon um, to help show our support, show our support for capital gains, and show that Washingtonians all across the state really do support making sure that the rich pay what they owe, especially when it comes to funding our schools, child care, and our communities. So is there um, like a, a board or how have has 
the allocation of these funds once they're collected, has that already been determined or is, is it something people can read about someplace? Yeah, there's um, a Budget and Policy Center, which is a, an amazing organization. I was, I was thrilled to serve on the board for over a decade. I'm no longer on the board, but it's a, it's, a, it's a great organization. And they have done a lot of work. And they were some of the folks that were at the tables um, from the beginning all the way to the end in terms of helping to craft this legislation. Um, you know, and they, uh, they put this together. And, you know, what I can tell you is um, there's lots of information on where this funds. First off, the first $500 million that are raised per year will go directly to what's called the Education Legacy Trust Fund. And that will help fund early learning, childcare, um, and K through 12 education. Anything that is over $500 million. So if we have a year where it raises more than $500 million, it is allocated to help go to school construction. So to help you know schools be able to do the retrofits that they need um, to make sure that they're safe for earthquakes and all sorts of other things so that our kids, when they're in schools, are in safe, safe environments. Okay. That's where the funds are going to be allocated. Mm -hmm. How else can people support this effort other than the rally on the 26th at noon at the Capitol Steps? Yeah, well, join join us uh, on, on Thursday, the 26th at noon at the Capitol Steps. Um, we're going to have a great rally. Another way that folks can support is really uh, twofold. First off, talk to your friends and family. Um, one of the things about this, Kate, you know, one of the things about this particular piece of legislation is, you know, Washingtonians have long felt like, hey, I'm paying what I, I'm paying my share. And the fact is, is most Washingtonians are paying their share. One of the reasons that we passed this piece of legislation was really not only to make sure that we could fund our kids and our schools and the systems that we need at the level that we need, but also to help to reverse um, uh, our upside down tax code and make sure that, you know, the wealthy really are paying what they owe. And this is an avenue that helps do that. So talking to your friends and family and sharing with them that unless you're going to make it over a $250,000 profit on the sale of stocks and bonds, you're not going to be paying this tax. This is not something that's going to be impacting you. And another simple way, of course, is to write a letter to the editor. Um, we know, especially over the next couple months, you know, uh, writing a letter to the editor at your local paper, posting on social media, helping to get that word out and just having the conversation is really impactful. Oh, wonderful. We're good at those things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So you heard it, guys. Go, uh, go to the rally in Olympia on the 26th if you can letter to the editor, um, talk to your friends and family. Let's like garner as much public support as we can. Absolutely. And thank you so much. It was great to be here. And, you know, here's the thing. Uh, most Washingtonians, you know, support making sure that the rich pay what they owe, um, uh, especially when it comes to funding our kids and our schools. And, you know, I'm a mom. I've got a first grader, so I know how hard it is um, when our schools don't have what they need. And I know how hard it is for families who are struggling to be able to find childcare. And this um, important piece of legislation will provide great benefits um, for families all across the state of Washington. So are you confident going into this case? Like, how are you guys feeling? How will the Supreme Court, like, we're not familiar with the dynamics of our Supreme Court, but 
Uh, well, we are feeling really good. Um, the attorney general's office is, of course, defending the legislation. Um, and then there is a group of interveners, which are uh, school uh, school district, educators, child care providers um, who are also party to the case. And um, as and, and then as well, we just finished that amicus brief process. And there was a number of phenomenal amicus briefs that were submitted um, to the court. And so we're really feeling really good. We're feeling really strong about the arguments. It's very clear the way that the legislation was written that this is an excise tax. It's very clear from the intent of the legislation, and we're feeling very good about our prospects going into the oral arguments on the 26th. 